Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Single Tracks Podcast. My name is Jeff, and today my guest is Calvin Jones. Calvin is the Director of Education at Park Tool Company, a position he's held for more than 15 years. He's the author of the Big Blue Book of Bicycle Repair, and his repair videos on YouTube have been viewed by millions. Thanks for joining us, Calvin. Well, thanks for having us here. Yeah, tell us a bit about your background. How'd you learn to work on bikes? Oh, it, uh, how do you, someone learn anything? It, uh, <laughs> jumping in and doing stuff right away is, is, is important. But uh, yeah, yeah bi- bike repair and, and bike stuff, um, you, you, you go through life and you know, the stream you know, cuts many channels and you, know, you look back on it, it seems, oh, it's obvious I was going to end <laughs> up here. But yeah. uh, at, at, a, at a young, young age, uh, my dad was a snap-on tool dealer, so he, okay. uh, which was fun, which is to me and my brother was basically a big toy truck to us because all these <laughs> shiny steel, you know, ting, 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 and sharp stuff. And, and then, you know, yeah. hey, you kids, get out of get out of there. What are you kids doing? <laughs> well, it was fun. So he was a car mechanic and a tool salesman. So in the garage, of course, his own tools we got to play with and, and nuts and bolts. So. Mm-hmm. That was actually a big. I didn't know it till later, but a big, big start as a as a young kid, just playing with stuff, just mm. just you know, not fixing anything, but just taking stuff apart. That's a, mm. a that's a big deal. But then in in high school, started at uh, you know junior high, you know, riding ten speeds, and my friends in high school said, "Get one of these racing bikes. They're fun." And okay, I'll do that. <laughs> so then it, it was fun, and so then. God, what was my first 1972 in Colorado would be first job in a bike shop. And, uh, you know, then did go to, to college, but always, you know, I was worked in shops and thought, oh, yeah, that was fun. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go get a degree in economics. I'm going to go teach. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, that, that didn't work out so good because it was just too much fun in bike shops. So, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, you just go through life, you just take opportunities and worked with the U.S. national team, worked the Olympics, uh, taught at Barnett's, uh, you know, started writing stuff and articles and, and uh, I don't know, it, uh, you, you end up here, you end up on, on YouTube, which is right. <laughs> scary. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, you said, like, how, do, how does anybody learn? And, yeah. you know, you immediately answered, like, by doing. But, I mean, there yes. are – everybody learns in different ways, I guess, right? Like, that's some people point. can get that's it from right. books and some people can watch somebody do something. Right. So, you get a start from a book or you get an idea on how to do something. So, the, the doing is, is, is a very, very important thing. So mm-hmm. – and then also – Teaching is still doing it in a way, and that's what we like about the Park Tool School, which is a program we have for, it's a curriculum for shops. And I, 
it's good for people to take. It really ties your consumers to the shop a very in a personal way. Mm-hmm. Um, people have fond, hopefully, fond memories of their teachers, right? And that's what right. we want shops to be is that person. But as the shop doing it, you're going to learn about that product. You get up in front of, 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 of people, right? Mm-hmm. And you start talking about this brake or this frame or this fork or or how to adjust a gear or how to put a chain on, mm-hmm. you better know your product. You're, when you're on stage, you're, you're very naked in, in <laughs> that if you're, you're just talking BS and well, you kind of do it this way. You kind of eyeball it here. See, it looks good to me. So then you go, you go ahead and do that. Yeah, that's that's not going to cut it. The, the, the audience is going to know this person doesn't know. Right. But if if you do know your stuff and you get up there, it really helps you as as a mechanic. And when I was going backwards in in my life as a mechanic at the like the Olympic Training Center, having to explain things. You know, to to write it. it's a very. I'm a different person, I think. Or, or no, you're not. You're always the same person. <laughs> but I hope I have a different attitude. Yeah. Very very young. My attitude was, I can fix this. I'm better than you are. You you just give me the bike and go away, and I'll 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 give a bit to you. Perfect. Well, that's not that's not that's not good. That's that's yeah. not good. It's it's you have the person there. You you can explain what you've done. They have faith in what you've done. They, they understand mm-hmm. that's why this was done. Oh, the bike is working so well. Now I know. And it, it makes you a better person, makes the bike a better bike. All right. Yeah. So it's 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 not just this this ideal bike. It's the ideal bike for them personally. So that that uh, the ability to explain and then also then managing mechanics. I would I would manage mechanics at the, uh, the mountain bike world championships for the U.S. team. We would have huge numbers of riders. They would house everyone together. There'd be 60, 60 plus riders. And when we had masters, which was an interesting time period with the masters at, say, a, 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 you know, a mountain bike world championship, we'd have 80 riders and a staff of four or five or six mechanics. And then, you know, managing them, uh, it's it's the same type of thing. You can't mm. just say this is perfect. We all have to work together as a, a team and explain what we've done. And, and this is the system we want to use to check gears. This is how we're going to, to, to look at brakes. So hmm. you know, the ability to explain stuff, I think is that's, it's, it's still a good, good feature for, for a mechanic. Yeah. When you're talking about, you know, being on stage or like presenting to a group of mechanics and, and making sure you know what you're talking about, I wonder how is that different on YouTube? Like I, I would imagine yeah, anything you totally. do on YouTube, you're going to get, a hundred comments and some of them are going to be not nice. And there's definitely, there's going to be somebody who points out something that like, yeah, you didn't do right. Or you could have done better. Like, do you, do you see a lot of that feedback on YouTube? Like, is that, have you learned? You'll see some pages. I know some manufacturers, they have some nice YouTubes out and you go down comments turned off. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. We view the comments and we mm-hmm. look at the comments. And you know, if you're not cursing at us, we don't delete. It's <laughs> it. Uh, that's an important thing. Yeah, it, YouTube is hard. It's a really hard thing. And I sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm the silent screen actor, right? I did all these <laughs> live performances. I'm in front of students and teachers. 
I, I'll teach in front of audiences. You know, mm-hmm. the difference is the feedback. You don't get the feedback. So you're, right. you're out there in this audience and you're, you know, there's 50 out people out there and I'm in front talking about something and you're just staring at the ceiling. You know, I, what's going on? What, yeah. why am, I, uh, am I not yeah. reaching you? Are you guys following me? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That, and then the questions, the instantaneous questions and the type of questions that you get from a live audience, very, very important. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is YouTube is like, now we have the talkies, right? <laughs> so these are the right. talkies. And the actors that were the silent star stars, all of a sudden, you know, they sound like this in the, in the talking film and nobody wants that. Right. <laughs> so we, uh, it, it's a different thing, but uh, we work really hard on our videos here. So we have, we have several different types of videos at Park Troll. And it, uh, people get them mixed up sometimes. We have what's called Tech Tuesday, where we try and make a point, but we try and have fun. All right. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to take it real, real seriously. Mm-hmm. We have a repair help. Okay. Maybe we don't smile in the repair help. We're going to bleed a break, right? Yeah. We're not going to make stupid jokes and, and uh, um, have funny little skits and, and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at Tech Tuesday, you know, we, we do. We, we're trying to make a point about a certain aspect of, of a gear adjustment or, or teaching some one thing, mm-hmm. you know, and then, yeah, we'll get the comments and, and a recent one, but uh, just – Somebody's upset. How could what a waste of time telling me to use a screw how to use a screwdriver? <laughs> well, to this person, if they're listening to this podcast, clearly I think you've never tried to teach anyone. Mm. Right? You've never mm-hmm. tried to teach anyone. Yes, how to use a screwdriver. There is a, a procedure that's important there, and you are gonna pick it up if you keep working, but it's very much a basic, right? So in your baseball, you're gonna pick up the grounders. You're going to do those basics. Yeah. To jump around some, one thing I'm doing now that's been a lot of fun is working with the NICA teams. The, 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 oh, yeah. I know this is single track, right? We need to keep on the mountain bike yes. team here. So the, the young single trackers out there, that's a whole different topic, the, the whole NICA thing. The purpose of NICA is to make young riders fall in love with the sport. Mm-hmm. It is not to produce an Olympic champion. Although, right. Christopher Blevin, <laughs> and, uh, right, Kate Courtney, yeah. a lot of those Micah people came then, yeah, out of Nike, Devo, you know, right. which we're very proud of. But it's just to make writers fall in love. And one mm. thing I'm doing on our, our team, we have a team of 100, a, a local team, is I'm training equipment managers. Mm. They're mechanics. We have a, we have this year eight oh, cool. people I'm trying to train, and they're what? They're, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old to to be managers. And the difference here is is this. Working on someone else's bike versus your own bike. Mm. That's number one, a big responsibility and, and, and a big change. Yeah. So I do use that to come up with ideas, showing these kids how to use a screwdriver. And it's interesting to watch this new cell phone. That's the first thing they want to do. We're going to do this. <laughs> they want to get out this cell phone. So I want to take the cell phones and throw them, but I need to be nice. I'm on school grounds, so I can't be mean. But how do you use a screwdriver? And Okay, so. Yeah. I mean, I assume I know how, but you're right. Like, I, nobody ever taught well, me, and yeah. I never. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm probably doing it wrong. And you, you will pick it up. You Yes, you do it enough. You are going to pick it up. But it's still an important thing because I also expect these kids, my these, these service managers, 
to also be teachers to the team, right? We cannot fix a hundred bikes. We can't be their bike shop. But when we're doing a limit screw, I want them to hold that screwdriver in line with the axis of the thread. Hmm. And then when, so it's monkey see, monkey do, right? We're the yeah. big monkeys, the managers <laughs> of them. Little monkeys, the writers, right? this is not disparaging of, of the athletes, but they see us doing good habits. They mm -hmm. will do good habits. Yeah. Right. So that it, and then it, it, it's a shortcut, but they, they also need to, to, to be a teacher to, to when, you know, the basic thing. This is how a wheel is in tight. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so here's, here's some, you know, I guess two things. Soapboxes are allowed here. Right. And then airing some dirty laundry <laughs> on a, on a race, one year, uh, a kid's wheel fell out of his bike. Oh, no. How does that happen? How did, oh, vibration and this and this and, <laughs> no. No, it's not, kids. It is, it was not put in correctly. Right. It was not put in correctly. We didn't teach, we did, with so many writers, it's hard to teach them, right? You have videos on it and stuff, but um, no, the wheel was simply not, it, it, you know, we can talk about, you know, Mars coming around Jupiter. We can talk about, you know, all sorts of COVID excuses. It simply wasn't tight. That's, mm -hmm. that's the likely cause. And it was put in wrong. Um, but uh, back, back to tool use a second. So here's the soapbox. If soapboxes are allowed here. Sure. I really encourage the arts and kids working with their hands and the arts is just an excuse to do that. Mm. There's mechanics I'm, I'm training. I don't think they've gotten enough time with hand use in school. Part, in high school, it is that shop class. You're not seeing the shop, shop classes enough, but even then it's too late when they are yeah. five, six, seven, eight years old. I want that art project pushing stuff, vending stuff, forming stuff uh, as they get older, 9, mm -hmm. 10, 11, introduce metals and steels. You'll see education, a big, big push is on STEM. You know, and I'm mm -hmm. sure your listeners yeah. are, oh, STEM is a, is a big deal. You know, it's not connecting your steering column to your bars. It's, it's science, <laughs> technology, yes. engineering, and math. And boy, can it be boring. There's some <laughs> kids that it, it really hits. What they're leaving out is so important. A, yeah, or put the A back into STEM for STEAM. Right. What is the A? That's just your test. What's the A for? Yes, art. Art. Yes, absolutely. Again, taking, um, knowing your material. An artist should know their medium. You know, violin player, if, if you want that horrible chord, if that's what you're after, <laughs> great. You know it. And if you're uh, marble, you're chiseling marble, there's certain things you can do and not do or clay or metal or steel. When, when we start our training, which God, is coming up already, I like to start after the, the snow, after spring break, We for the, the new mechanics that I'm training at school, we, we go to the school cafeteria because it's just too cold uh, to go outside. Yeah. We don't even see a bike for the first three or four sessions. Oh, wow. It's all about thread and torque, and they touch things, and they, they, they'll tap we, we tap a hole, we put a bolt in it, and we strip it. Mm. That, that feeling, that tactile feeling of the metal giving and flexing. 
what 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 is that all about? What are the uh, very first roles? Uh, I remember my job in one bike shop, a young high school kid. My first day on the job assembling bikes. Oh, I know this stuff. I'm doing this and this and this. I put uh, put a wrench on a bolt, tightened that cable up, and broke the head of that bolt right off. Oh. <laughs> what did I? It must have been a cheap bolt, right? right? <laughs> Everyone wants to say that it must have been a cheap bolt, right? Yeah. A Suntour VX derailleur. That's I, I even know the model. The, after <laughs> all these years, mistakes are important, so you really have to pay attention to those and and take something from it. If you're looking to blame something else, and I blame Suntour, of course, well, it was me. And it might it might have been a cheap bolt, but actually, I was still running that that the, the wrench that tightened it. So that learning to tighten now this leads into another soapbox, of course, torque. Hmm. Torque is very an important thing, and it's a very it's it's related to, but not the same thing as a torque wrench, right? And you, you need to have an understanding of one before you start using the other. And I'm afraid there's a real emphasis on, on um, consumers. I can understand it, but for shops, they start with the torque wrench and assume then that people know, know, know torque. Mm-hmm. Torque wrench is not a magic wand. <laughs> people want to take the, the wrench and you, you, you touch the bike. La, oh, okay, here, I touched your stem and the torque wrench magically sets it, but that's... <laughs> That's there's so much going on with threads. It's you know it's a very fun subject. It's you know, a lot going on there, but uh, mm-hmm. you need to get things tight enough, but not too tight. Yeah. Do you use a torque wrench? I mean, do you check torque values, or at this point, can you do it by feel? I I use a torque wrench, and sometimes I even look at the scale. Okay. So, but it doesn't replace. Now, can you always use a torque wrench? No. There's certain bolts you simply can't can't get to if you have mm-hmm. no training. All right, does Julia Childs always use a measuring cup? <laughs> Probably not. It produces a delicious dinner. Now, boy, boy, there's you know, are rabbit holes allowed here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're finding them. Okay, so torque wrench is a re, is a measure of the resistance of the bolt turning. Mm-hmm. It's correlated, but it's not the same thing as the stress it's providing to the joint. Okay. That's the important thing. Hmm. So, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll often use a torque wrench, and I, but first, I also want an understanding of what it is doing. Hmm. Right. So, there's, there's, uh, there's two basic types of joints, a soft joint and a hard joint. Hard joint would be more like a, a rotor bolt or a pedal. It's going up to a hard substrate and it's just tightening and pulling that metal and stressing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. When a mechanic pours something down, they're creating stress and stretch in a joint. The stress that you create, let's take a pedal. What do, do you use Strava? Are you one of those power meter guys? I do, yes. Okay. On, no, I don't use power meters. I use Strava though. Okay. Okay. So what uh, yeah, let's take you strong riders out there. What's a what's a really good wattage? You're up, but you're up out of the saddle. What are you putting on that crank? Yeah, a lot. Several. A lot. A lot. <laughs> I don't know. 400, 500 watts. I don't know. Let's go 500. Let's go 500. Yeah. If you put less stress in the bolt, 
then that rider is putting on the pedals. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you gently tighten that pedal down, but you're, the load in that stress is less than the load the rider's putting on it, mm -hmm. that thread is going to loosen. Hmm. You have to be stronger. So what is a mechanic? What you're doing is you're going on every ride with that, with that rider, hmm. right? So you fix a bike. This rider is going on a ride. She's out there hammering. And if that pedal that you tightened is less than, is less than the stress that, that she's putting on that pedal, Mm -hmm. It's going to back out, back out, and then it's going to come out eventually. And you can say, oh, the vibration, you must have hit a bumpy road, or, oh, you're so strong. That, that normally doesn't happen. No, the stress, your stress always to be more. Mm. So that, yeah. that's, that's basic. Now, yeah. that's a hard joint. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I, I mean, I never thought of it that way. Right. That's right. So you're, you're going, so you've worked on 100 riders' bikes. You're going on 100 rides a day. Now, What's a soft joint? Soft joints are the trickiest one. A handlebar stem bolt is uh, with a handlebar clamp. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. The typical four bolt. Normally, you want to tighten things as tight as the bolt can take it without breaking. Right. The stress of the, the bolt should be the, the, the worst thing it sees. If, if it can handle that, right? It's this, the Nietzsche, the Nietzsche school of, of mechanics. If it, uh, <laughs> it didn't kill me, uh, I can take it. Bring it on. Soft joint can't do that. The bolt, the little M5 bolt in the thread that you're tightening down the stem can take, oh gosh, it'll do it'll do 120 inch pounds. Oh man, it can be tight. Mm. <laughs> you just ripped your bars in half <laughs> if you go to the maximum of what that bolt can take. Mm. So in soft joints, it's almost the minimum. Okay, a seat post bolt's another good example. A seat post, a manufacturer will put on a collar, five Newton meter. Well, no torque on a bike can actually be five Newton meter. There's always a window, right? Mm -hmm. it, and Shimano's good about that. They put a range of what they want. So here's the problem with I have with the, the lasering. They put a five Newton meter on the collar and they drop it down on the bike. Well, the collar manufacturer didn't make the frame. Right. They don't know what the tolerances of the frame are. They don't even know the frame material. And then the seat post company. So if a company made the seat post, the collar, and the frame, they have a legitimate right to put on a torque. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's torques are a good suggestion sometimes. And the seat post is a good example. On a seat post, you don't really want the maximum. You want the minimum. Right. Especially with a dropper if, post because you can pinch it. Yes. It's not going to go up or down. Are you reading my script? I just might as well hang up because you've got this covered. <laughs> Lucky guess. If, if That's right. So if, if there's a good example, and it actually comes from the Consumer Product Safety Commission, which uh, sometimes they do have good ideas. If the saddle can't twist left to right, it's not going down. Hmm. So a four and a half Newtons locks that post up and it doesn't wiggle left to right. It's not going to creep down as you ride. Okay. Okay. And then you're, you're you're good to go. Yeah. And it, but if it took six newton meters to do that, then your bike needs six. And just like you said, the droppers nowadays, if you squeeze too much, it's dropping. <laughs> it ain't coming up. Right. So yeah, that uh, that's that that can be a problem. And, and again, the carbon material, it's plastic, right? Let's just call it right. plastic, because you're, right. you're 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 clamping on the resin. 
right? So it's aluminum against resin, and then it's 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 a different uh, coefficient of friction. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. enough of that. Well, so you know, in your videos and um, obviously in in your book as well. We see you working on a variety of different types of bikes. What type of riding do you like to do? Are there certain is there a certain style or certain type of bike you ride, or do you do you ride them all? Uh, yes, yes, several. The the the, be- the best ride is the the last ride you did. Yeah. Right. So, so okay. Sadly, what's what's you're going to ask me about my last last ride? Yeah. What was your last ride? Okay. Well, my last ride. Okay. So I don't want anyone the Linux the audience to tell me. This. It was in the basement on the trainer. Oh no! Oh my God! I know it's the worst kind of ride. See, see what what kind of old fashioned guy you're. You're not one of those <laughs> esport people, are you? No, no. But that's no, the future. No, I've, I've heard. Well, but it, yeah, virtual ride. So, and I actually did. I bought a nice one. I borrowed one from a, a product manager here, and it's really they're really slick. So, why? The nice trainers feel smooth. It does. It's a good feel, and it is worth spending it. The wind trainers are horrible. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> they get you. They get you moving your muscles. Yeah. So for a while, I was on Zwift, right? And I, mm-hmm. I got, I got the flat bars. This was last year. I was on Zwift, and uh, I was passed a lot. Well, you know what? <laughs> That's just like real life. I know what it's like to get passed a lot. So yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah, why? Why do I need this? I get. I was passed <laughs> in London. I was passed on that island. They passed me in France, in, in New York, uh, Central Park. So forget that nonsense. <laughs> so now what I do is I watch. Um, uh, I'll stream like a sad Korean movie, or <laughs> and just. Just watch an epic and just pedal for an hour and call it good. Or better yet, cyclocross racing when it's streaming because when they hit the sand, that's your interval. You got to go, go, go to help. You got to help them go through, get, get through, right? Puck Peterson, you got to help her get through the sand by going really hard and then then you can back off. So yeah. uh, getting out on the fat bike is, is good. The real difference is, oh, well, you're still just working your height. That's not true. It's important as a rider to have the saddle kick you in the butt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds stupid. No. If you're a Zwift rider all the time, right, that road is too smooth. And if you don't <laughs> ever get out and have that saddle pound you, you're not developing muscles where you need them. Mm. And uh, the the smooth, that's the fun part about fat biking, right? You get, I've got 4.5 tires. They're, you know, barely any air there at all. And, uh, if it's nice trail, it's so smooth. It's, it is like skiing. It's very much a feel of, you know, swishy and it's, it's yeah. nice, and, but not now. It's this rugged snowmobile, rough snow, and it's, it's, <laughs> it pounds you. It, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's, you have fun going six miles an hour. Well, that's on a good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess the fat tire riding. What's my favorite ride? It's still the fat tire riding, you know, w- with the team. We have some trails that we built locally. Um, that's that's you know that's 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 good fun. I got myself a new mountain bike, which is oh, which, cool. is, which is yeah, it's yeah, that's always always good fun. Yeah. Well, speaking of mountain bikes, do mountain bikes require more repair and maintenance than other types of bikes, or or can you even make that comparison? Oh yeah, you can't. You can't. For here, for to my my way of thinking, 
for me, my heart is in the road riding. That's okay. where I grew up. I love the strategy. It's it's interesting. The work is boring. The <laughs> racing I find exciting. So we take that model and we flip it on its head. Mountain bike racing, actually, it's not that interesting to watch. Mm. It's not mm -hmm. that the strategy, you know, is someone's gonna crush you, you're gonna get you're gonna crush someone. Yeah, it's very it's not that interesting. Yeah. The technical aspect, much more fun. <laughs> Working, I'd much rather work a mountain bike race. First, you stay put in one place and you can really dive into the bike because you're not packing up every night and, and, and moving. Mm -hmm. Road racing, you wash the bike, you put a tire on, done. That's, <laughs> you know, but mountain biking, God, brake pads, rotors, suspension. Oh, it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot more going on with, with, with the mountain bike. Um, yeah. I mean, is it is part of it the environment too? I mean, is dirt and all that kind of stuff oh, yeah. mean that you're going to sure. have to do more maintenance more often? Oh yeah, a absolutely, absolutely. You should be, you should be <laughs> doing more maintenance. Oh yeah, and the, yeah. The, the purpose of a mechanic, and this uh, this is the difference between okay, your own bike, you're your own mechanic. You're going to have to get your body to fit what you got, right? Mm -hmm. So ideally, we all own eight different stem lengths and angles, right? So we can all dial in that that exact fit, mm -hmm. you know, that that's, you know, but sometimes you have to just put up with it, but we do want the bike, you know, the, the bite point, right. You want, you want that just right. Mm -hmm. uh, the gear selection, you want that, that just right. Um, the saddle fore and aft, you know, all, all that, you know, bar width, handlebar angle, right. So sometimes there's things that we can play with on, on a bike and it doesn't cost us any money. Saddle tilt, right. Mm -hmm. uh, saddle fore and aft, saddle height over the, the, the cranks. Okay, well then, you know, your shoe, you know, the, the, the shoes are an interesting aspect. Uh, shoes should be considered part of your drive train, not part of your personal clothing. So hmm. when, when I work a race uh, with, with the staff, my attitude, those are our shoes. You give us, I want all the riders to bring, bring us your shoes huh. to look at the cleat. Yeah. Well, I'm a downhiller. I just wear these. These. I still want to see. Are your laces decent? Are they completely trashed? Do you have a second <laughs> pair? That's drivetrain. Yeah. I don't want to see your socks. That's your <laughs> draw the line there. That's good. Draw the line right at the right, right there. But the drivetrain <laughs> begins at the shoe, right? You know. Then there's the pedal and the crank and so on and so on. But mm -hmm. yeah, the adjustability of of the, the you know the, the mountain bike rotor size. You know that's that's. You know, I've my bikes for years have been 160, 160, 160. My first real ride on my new bike with a 180. Mm -hmm. Yep, over the bars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that yeah. was awesome. makes a big difference. It does. Oh no, no, it doesn't. It makes a, a two centimeter difference at the radius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which doesn't. Yeah, but, shouldn't be a lot, but yeah, it yeah. feels a lot. Yeah, then, yeah. It, it sure, it sure did. But it's okay, okay, I got that dialed in. That was good. Everything's yeah. okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, good, good, uh, good fun. One of the things um, you know, I've heard from other folks, and I've kind of got opinions about it myself. But mm -hmm. would you say that today's bikes are easier to work on than say bikes from ten or or twenty years ago? Yes and no. Sure. Yes and yes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the modern bikes are um, 
they're harder to work on. Hmm. They're, 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 there's much more going on. The, 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 uh, okay, this is interesting. God, how long have I been around? Long time. So something called a cottard crank. Um, and this, it's occurred in, in my lifetime. For a while, more Tour de France's were won on a cottard crank than an aluminum crank. Hmm. Okay. What, the hell, what, what does that mean? The Tour de France was going on so long, <laughs> right? Yeah. That uh, at some point it's going to tip. Well, now, now that's not true. Hmm. Okay, more Tour de France's had been won on friction shifting than on index shifting. Wow. Is that true? Sounds true. Yeah. 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 Do, do, do the numbers. Do, do the numbers. That's not you know meaningful. So the, the, the older bikes, we had to do certain things, threaded bottom brackets. Okay, so the bottom bracket tapping and facing was a big deal. Mechanics would argue. I mean, okay, you get to a bunch of mechanics, you get them in a bar, <laughs> hope they're drinking not alcoholic beer, mm-hmm. and then you know, they're not, but that's a different story. <laughs> what do they argue about? Well, tapping and facing, oh, you got to face the bottom bracket, this and that, and it gets rid of the paint, meaningless. <laughs> facing is not about paint. It's about the... The alignment, mm-hmm. but that's okay, so another rabbit hole. Right. No one argues about that now. Now it's facing the disc mounts. Hmm. So the problems that mechanics argue about change through <laughs> the year. Yeah. But no, the modern bikes uh, are harder in, in one aspect, and this is where cell phones do come in handy, are important, component compatibility, mm-hmm. which is a really hard topic, by the way, in, in Park Tool video. You know, we haven't finished, you know, that discussion, but we'll do a video. We'll talk about, we try and give broad topics to you to apply. And people have to understand education as that. We're we're not speaking to you individually, right? (laughs) Right. That, you know, well, well, my my frame is green. You worked on a red frame. (laughs) What do you do on, on the green frame? And our indexing, we said rear, uh, rear adjustments, we picked a SRAM system on purpose. All right. Do, do we all, oh, we in SRAM? That's not important. Visually, the two limit screws are right there in front of the camera. <laughs> well, yeah. that's why that's it. we picked that. Yes. Yeah. You know, we picked a gold chain because it pops. All right. So <laughs> you know, some of those, you know, Hollywood is not real life, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise is not jumping off the train. Yeah. Jackie Chan does jump off the train. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, clearly, you know, your your background, you know, you mentioned studying economics and, you know, considering going into teaching academically. Yes. I mean, this is sort yeah. of an academic approach. This is a, you know, you go to college to learn how to learn, not necessarily, you know, to learn to do your job. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, there's this okay, the, the Two videos are real important. Well, the, th- the third and most important one, I love the most, but we'll, we won't put <laughs> that till later. One is the, the indexing one gets a lot of hits. How to index your derailleur. Yeah, I think it's the number one. Your number one and number two are both derailleur videos. But the, mo- the second most important that people don't watch is how it works. <laughs> and people will, will watch it and they'll be frustrated. They'll write a comment. I tried this and tried this and it's not, nothing's working. This is horrible. This is dumb. This is dumb video. Okay, create your own adventure. First, learn <laughs> how we're going back to the, the the engineering, right? Yeah. Learn how something works, right? For Julia, learn how to saute the onion 
right? How is it glistening? Is it brown? Yeah. What are you doing right Where, when you're sauteing an yes, onion? What's happening? You know, what, what the salt, fat, heat. Mm-hmm. When am I missing one more? There's Acid? One of the cooking shows. It, yeah. It learned the basics. How does this linkage works? Mm-hmm. Right. What are these limit screws? What what do they do? Okay. What is an indexing feature? What? Oh, cable pull. Oh, oh, I oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Then you'll understand and think about, okay, how can I change these things? So understanding the system first, mm-hmm. right? Then understand how to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's a that's an you know, my my new thing for next year. I want to try this um, with my mechanics so that I'm going to be training on their own bikes. I want to get some thumb shifters for everybody and mm-hmm. not take their shifter off, but I'm going to run f- a, a friction shifter to their derailleur, and we're just going to go on some some. Some rides, just some, you know, simple trail rides. And we're all going to shift with friction, mm. right? Yeah. To learn the concept of how this works, mm. how the linkage pulls it over and the, the, the guide pulley shoves it over too far back far. The onboard computer is going to have to take care of this. Mm. And then later, of course, they're going to teach and, and understand indexing. But if you first have that concept of, Ah, I know how that pushes back and forth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. My road bike, which I totally love, I, it's, it makes me cry when I see it on the trainer. But it's <laughs> it's going to get out. You know, springtime comes, it's going to get out. Um, it's got down tube friction shifters, right? And well, one reason is on my road bike, it's all about memories, right? When I reach down mm. and shift a gear, I am Sean Kelly in my mind, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what he did. Right, I don't want to be these oh, all these you know woot van art. I don't want to be that. He pushes a button, <laughs> right, and it shifts for him. No, I want to be shot. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, it's it's easier now, and it's like the the parts do a lot of the work for us, and we don't really understand right exactly what they're doing. Right, 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 right. So backing up a little bit, one of the important aspects is component compatibility, and we can't do all of that on our little YouTube, right? We, we get criticized for, this is a 10 minute video. You expect me to get 10 <laughs> minutes of my life. Right. Your life is so important. Yeah. You should do one-on-one consults, you know, VIP. Somebody pays you 200 bucks an hour and you can. Oh, don't even. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. I'll bring that one up to the company. <laughs> Insert credit card here. Yeah. So the the uh, everyone remember there's that settings button and you can go to 2.0 speed mm, right and then man you're going to get that thing really fast so it's going to go like this <laughs> and and for some people that that's okay yeah you know if, if, if that's 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 what you need yeah well so you mentioned compatibility yeah. being something that that hangs I mean a lot of us even folks in the shop I know that's a hang up where oh yeah they spend a lot of time figuring out will this work with that and absolutely finding out what's out there, but do you think bike manufacturers are doing a good job considering maintenance and repair when they design a new product or is that kind of an afterthought? Okay. Okay. So what what you're doing, you're throwing this big lasso out, I'm walking down the trail and then here comes this, (laughs) I'm going to step in this, aren't I? You don't have to name any manufacturer. Just, you know, we're just talking generally here. No, they're they're not. No one's trying to, it's one of the dumbest terms. I got ripped off, right? (laughs) I bought the chain, got ripped off. You're not sitting in, no one's sitting in the back room. Oh, here comes Fred. We're going to rip him off. Right. You know, they have their margin that, you know, to get the chain. 
and if they made a mistake and it's the wrong chain, that's that's one thing. But mm-hmm. a manufacturer wants their stuff to work well. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they have rights to to change things and, and to have a different design. Shimano's really big on, on this. They want it to be a system. Mm-hmm. And I totally appreciate that. For them to say this is working like it should, they should say, yes, you should be using our chain. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should be using the, the sprockets. Yeah. And if you ever seen their frame builder's handbook, brilliant that they've taken the guts to do that. Mm-hmm. They want the, the, the hanger this angle and this distance and the tab on that hanger specifications on all of that. Yeah. So yes, your frame has to be compatible as well. Mm-hmm. So in, uh, you know, dropout hangers where that's one of our next videos we're going to do on, on replacing the hanger. Well, the hardest thing on that finding it, right? Right. Oh yeah. Finding the hanger and that, you know, that might be some criticism of the, the different companies, how many different hangers are there? Yeah. Right? Not enough, apparently. <laughs> but yeah. it, it uh, uh, a company has a right to say, this design is good. You need to use this chain with this to, to have the results that we want you to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, to put it in perspective, too, I mean, if we look at the tech industry, right? I mean, absolutely. There's no way you could ever take apart your iPhone and do anything to it. I mean, if it's anything wrong with it, you got to take it in and have someone work on it. Whereas right. we still can work on our bikes at home. Yeah, the, exactly what I was going to say. One of those famous quotes on some famous person, Genghis Khan or somebody, <laughs> the bicycle is the, what is it? The bicycle is the, the last thing, the last simple piece of technology we can actually work on. Yeah. That's not the exact quote, but the idea was it was the... But yeah, it's better than cars. I'm never going to learn how to work on a car, but I can figure out a bike. Well, we, we used to say that. Right. We, we used to say that that's getting less and less true every year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Carbon fiber frames. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not doing a, alignment on a, on a carbon fiber frame. Mm-hmm. The through axle okay, chain line is a good example. We used to play with spindle length to move the chain wings in and out. Hmm. You're not doing that anymore. <laughs> we could right. move the, the, the freewheel sprockets. And I do mean freewheel. Mm-hmm. We could move them left to right. You're not doing that anymore. Hmm. Right? Yeah. It's another you know, another joke we make on our, our the coaches. This is a coach's joke. You know, we started out. This is expensive. Right? You expect a you know a parent. You got a excited family, and they got a fourteen year old. Oh, we want them to join the team. And what is this going to cost us? Well, you got to get a, a, a rideable bike and a helmet. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yes, the shorts help. You know, blah blah blah. Our joke among coaches. Well, we're not as bad as hockey. Well. <laughs> Right. We used to that it it's less and less true every year. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Just the way prices are are, are going. So yeah. not that hockey and poking at hockey. It's <laughs> uh, in Minnesota. We are the state of hockey. But yeah, that's funny because I, I mean I live in Georgia and my son is starting to get into hockey for whatever reason and yeah <laughs> yeah interesting. Where in, where in Georgia are you? I'm in the Atlanta area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got a sign over in Athens. I got to get down there to see the, uh, the twilight. Yeah. That's always a, a really fun. The twilight cri- criterion. Yeah. Yeah. Always super fun. So talking more about sort of the trends in bike products and repair, are hex bolts going away? Seems like Torx is taking over. Sure. No, yeah. Hex bolts. Yeah. 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 
Uh, we used to sponsor uh, one of the pro teams, Discovery uh, Pro Team, and uh, really it was um, the head mechanic, their, their, their man, mechanics manager, Julian DeVries, he was Eddie Merckx's mechanic. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he uh, legendary guy, and I was talking to their mechanics, visiting their camp, and asked their, one of their, their better mechanics, Chris, said, yeah, what's your favorite park tool? Yeah, what, what's you know, all of our tools? Which one do you really like? Well, you know, Calvin, all we ever really use is a five millimeter wrench. <laughs> Super sophisticated Tour de France bikes. He was yeah. right. Yeah. Five millimeter. Which is nice. I mean, I, I love that. I love not having to carry a toolbox with me on the trail. Well, five is still important. And mountain bike land, you know, the, the six is, is still there, suspension bolts. Mm -hmm. And okay, gravel people. Here's something for the gravel people. Let's push to get rid of the six millimeter hex on the through axle bolts. Mm, yeah. That's the only thing you use it for. Yeah. And you don't need that much torque. Let's make those a five. Yeah. Right. But here's, here's a brave company. It'll be a really brave slash dumb company. <laughs> Why don't you make a T30 fitting for your through axle bolts? Mm, yeah. You want to get some hate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially by me, because I won't know, and I'll put a hex in there and strip it out. And, 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 and be pissed off when you're standing on the road and you can't fix it. Yeah. But no, the, it absolutely is is going, it's not going not going away, but you're going to see a, the, the torques is coming on. Hmm. But there's a company, and I'm not going to name the name, but you know, they've got a system. They'll have the shifting system. There'll be some T25s, but in the same system, some hexes, hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah, wow. yeah, so you're working on the lever. Oh, this one's a T25, but this other one is a hex. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You made me pick up this wrench. Let's finish it off. Right. And then, oh, no, no, we're going to get out these other two wrenches. But it's the same shifting system <laughs> in the same line. Yeah. Right. So let, let your viewers figure out who's, who's, who's doing that. <laughs> well, it does. It seems like we are in sort of a transition where you're seeing – yeah, a mix of the bolts, and you never know which one is is going to show up on your on your new bike. Oh, yeah, right. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the truth. But generally, it, it, it's it's been a truism: the bigger the wrench, the higher the torque. Mm -hmm. Right. The smaller the wrench, the the, the lighter that it, it it should be. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, but you know, three millimeters is a good a good example. Like a T, and we'll we'll be close to that. Almost like a T twenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, smaller than a, the, the the T five, which is close to a four millimeter. Mm -hmm. So you know, but those those light fittings you're seeing those starting to come. You know, but uh, still, there's absolutely a, a mix. You know, it's it's uh, yeah, nothing simple. Yeah, that's for sure. So I'm curious to know what's your least favorite repair to make. Is there something that you'd rather pay somebody else to do, or something that you even just take it to your shop and let them do because you don't want to do it? Least favorite. Uh, this is my least favorite. Boy, that's a really hard one. You like them all. Changing the oil in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like bleeding your brakes, which which is not a popular yeah. thing. It would be suspension rebuild because I, I don't have at home anyway. I don't have all the tools. Hmm. Even here at Park, they're so proprietary. Oh, yeah. They're so proprietary. So, right, getting a nice rebuild on a, on you know, fixed. Pick your pick your brand, right? Cane Creek, Fox, mm -hmm. Rock Shocks. You know the the different fittings and the the, the work inside there. Uh, having a specialist is is really really good for, good for that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. But uh, no, it's all it's all it's all fun. 
Yeah. Creaky bottom brackets. Yeah. That's a, that's a tricky one. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Creaky, you know, those, those can be a pain. And, and, um, I don't know. I guess I'm insulted though. I don't like it when I get flat tires, uh-huh. you know, I'm on a ride and I get a flat tire and, Hey, wait a minute. This is me. Right. <laughs> you got <laughs> nobody else to blame. Yeah. Doesn't this flat tire know who I am? You know what my reputation is? How can I get a flat tire? So, yeah, I know it was on a ride with our team, right? So I got a flat tire. Oh. And then please. everybody's watching you, I'm sure, to see how fast, yeah, how fast yeah, he's going to do it. So, well, so, now that you, so the coach, you know, said, what's going on? Oh, got a flat tire, coach. Let me, let me get this fixed. So, you know, then if you, you can't get it stopped, you know, you, you kept throwing, you know, some more air in it every, every five miles. And then uh, the sealants, you know, not doing its job. And then you got to throw an inner tube, right? Then you're in there with the, the mess and ugh. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids, don't watch this. Go, go ride. Right. <laughs> and no cursing. You're on the, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Team policy. Kids are here. No, no cursing. Yeah. It makes so, it tricky. Yeah. So we talked, we talked about the YouTube uh, channel and, and some of the comments that you get, but, but clearly most people, a lot of people get a ton of value out of it. I found uh, when I was researching you ahead of this interview, there's a Calvin Jones appreciation society on Facebook. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh God. Embarrassing. Yes, yeah. I am. And and oh, when when yeah. I when I Googled your name too, you know, it, it comes up with like suggested queries and things that people are asking. One of them mm-hmm. was who is the park tool guy? And I assume they're they're asking about you because you're in all the videos, like you're you know, pretty well known. But the answer was actually Eric Hawkins, right? Who's the owner and CEO. But well, the, yeah, there's a uh, 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 cartoon character, Tool Man, and we, we need to we need to recycle that. So in the <laughs> '80s, um, it's this cartoon figure, and it, Eric's actually pretty buff, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got okay. Me, I'm I'm a stick man, <laughs> right? So almost almost two meters tall. Yeah. Well, that's the other question. That's funny because the other question is, how tall is Calvin Jones? Yeah. Well, I'm shrinking. Shrinking. <laughs> I was two, two meters when I was in high school, right? My wrestling weight, 130 pounds. Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> junior high. Junior high. Wow. And you can imagine my career, right? <laughs> so yeah, that, that was done. But Eric is, is um, he's pretty tall, but uh, he's, uh, he, uh, he lifts still. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the point is that the cartoon figure, he's got this bandolera of, of little tools on it, right? Butch <laughs> yeah. haircut, and, yeah. ah, sunglasses, kind of the, uh, what's that, um, Terminator yeah, kind Terminator. of look, right? Yeah. yeah, Terminator. So that was that was Tool Man. So yeah, Eric Hawkins, president, president, Pike Tool. So uh, <laughs> runs runs the show here. That's yeah. who uh, Eric says, set up, stand up. Yep, yes, sir. What can we do? <laughs> yeah. But really, you you are the face of Park Tool to a lot of people because your videos have been viewed so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. I don't know. It's we're walking through airports and somebody will <laughs> stop you or you know you're getting a coffee and shake your head. You're that guy. Yeah. What? What guy? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you. <laughs> or, I don't know. Yeah. I was in Austria crossing a street, right? And somebody stopped me and oh, it's just. <laughs> I don't know, embarrassing. So, (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, what has, what has the effect of the YouTube videos been, you know, especially on like the bike shops, right? Because what's great about your videos is good, good point. you're empowering all of us to, to figure our right. repairs out, do them at home. And, and what did the shops think? The, 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 it depends on their attitude <laughs> for a long time. And I, I still do worry that we're going to get pushback from shops. Yeah, you're teaching them to do all this thing. They're going to just do this themselves because they're too cheap. Yeah, that's not that's that's not that's not really true. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of appreciation from a lot of shops showing their mechanics how to do it, mm-hmm. making them better. Yeah, there's a story from the, the guy who got me into to the racing bike and really got, was a swim mate swim mate of mine, and you know he, he would race and you know, race bikes, and he got me to to get my you know first kind of, kind of race bike. Years later, he he busted a tooth mm. <laughs> trying to, to press a headset with his own handmade headset, and, and we were talking about tools and stuff. That's when he started to buy our stuff because he wanted the right tool because he didn't want to bust another tooth. <laughs> but the point is that he made this point that, and, and the, the better shops will understand this. A lot of people, and for him, it's it's they're not trying to be cheap; they just want it done right. Yeah. Just want it done right. So the shops that are, are bitter about saying people are just trying to do this themselves, they should first look in a mirror and say, are you doing this right for the, the customer? Are they coming in yeah. and I, I, I'm not throwing the bike industry on, under the bus? It's too big for that. <laughs> but if a shop needs to know that we are a value add, that this came in, this indexing is fixed. This this creek is gone, mm-hmm. and we 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 did our job, right? We, we and yeah. and they do. There's absolutely good shops that that care, right? Mm-hmm. And that 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 will will do that work work for you and and do it well. They're going to do well. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, most of us start out when we get a bike and we get into biking. We don't know anything, and so we do take our bikes to the shop. You know, our first most of us our first idea is not, I'm going to fix this myself. It's I'm going to take this to an expert. But like you said, a lot of times that experience is not good. And so we start saying, well, maybe I should just do this at home. You know, it'll be quicker and easier and I'll, I'll get a better result. Yeah. 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 Well, shop, customer comes into a shop, they're bringing you a gift. Here is a precious gift. Mm. My repu- as a consumer, the reputation you have with me, and you want to give that, you want to return that bike respectful of, of that, that opportunity. Mm. So they think, yeah, I'm going to come here, which is the plug, mm-hmm. the park tool school. <laughs> if you're, if you're confident enough to talk about bikes and show people things, one of the comments I remember by a consumer that went through a, a, a shop there, they were bragging, oh, they loved it and this and this, and they loved the book and, what you are so glad the shop did this and he was going to, he was wrapping it up and I thought, Oh, here comes, he's really going to like our tools. He wants what he wants to do. He wants to buy his next bike there. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I was kind of like, Oh, I wanted you to buy your next chain tool there. Yeah. Well, but to him, this shop that he went and and learned from that put the school on Mm -hmm. that they were the experts. So he wanted to buy his bike from, Mm -hmm. from that shop. Yeah. That's a big compliment. Yeah. But again, you know, a shop has to to be confident that, that they're able to, to get up and, you know, put on a good show, you know, and, and have people 
leaving feeling good about you know what what they've gotten out of it. So mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and YouTube, you can be better. Shots, so I can plug this still. You can be better because you had that interaction. Right. You had that interaction, the chance of of that that person, person's hard of hearing, right? Or a a, 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 you know, a blind person, you know, you know, like that had macular degeneration, mm-hmm. just staring at something wasn't gonna gonna help it. Mm-hmm. Are there other ways you can teach YouTube? We can't do that. Yeah, you know, you, you watch watch a pick a video with me in it and watch it a hundred times. You know what you're gonna get? A <laughs> hundred. The cookies, you know, exactly the same. Yeah, it's you can't ask. A, you can ask a question in the comments, but it, it's not that immediate feedback. That's you know. So that in person thing is 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 huge. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So that that's a, an important thing. Yeah, I mean, and this gets back to something you said at the beginning of our conversation, um, which is that you know, I mean, for me personally, I feel like. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm an okay mechanic. I'm I can work on my own bike, but to work on somebody else's bike, that's that's a big difference. I mean, that's a lot of responsibility and you can't you can't just, you know, mostly get it right, which is what I tend to do, right? <laughs> like like I can get the, I can take the repair to 90% and then I figure well if something goes wrong then I'll deal with it, but you, you can't do that when when it's not your bike. Right, right, right. Yeah, on 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 that on that attitude to, to fix somebody else's bike, you, you have to be confident and you have to accept those responsibilities. Mm-hmm. That's different than fixing it yourself. There's, there's a limit to what, what um, it drives me a bit crazy. Some work, it works for me, right? I hit <laughs> right. it with a hammer. Yeah. It works for me. Well, that, okay, that's true, but you're not digging <laughs> deeper. I mm-hmm. even, I want my high school mechanics to dig deeper on, mm-hmm. on an issue. So, yeah. Okay, there's some. Here's something that works for me. I want your audience to try this. Okay, about every three or four seconds, I contract my rib muscles, and then and then I relax them, mm-hmm. and then I contract. What, what is that? Breathing. Yeah, it works for you. <laughs> yeah. So that, that. But what does that bring to the conversation? When mm-hmm. when people t- say that, it it's it brings nothing. Yeah. I mean, if if you understand why something works, if you lubricate something. Right and, and something happened, then you should know. Yes, these two things were rubbing. I lubricated them. That that's what you know. So it works for me. It's almost as bad as it is what it is. Well, of course it is what it is. Because if it wasn't, <laughs> then it wouldn't be it. Right. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Yeah. Well, so clearly you're someone who's who's not afraid to go down rabbit holes. Right. So I'm I'm curious. Have you? Are you interested in going down the rabbit hole of electronic components on bikes? Sure. Like in terms of the electronics beyond the mechanics, is that something you think that bike mechanics should start learning and getting familiar with? Oh, you you, you better you better. The first the, the, it used to be a joke, but now it does not. Bike comes in for repair, and well, even on on, uh, on e bikes, how's how's the firmware? Did you get the new firmware? Is it updated? Yeah. Yeah. Number one. And okay, here's an interesting example. Wout Van Art is uh, a rider with Yumbo Vismo, just crushing it, as they say, uh, has switched from Shimano to SRAM mm-hmm. and has been talking about the differences. Shimano uh, on their e-bike, or no, not their e-bike, their, their electronic shifting, they have a, a really clever system on the two-by. And I, I'm a definite two-by kind of guy. Mm versus the, the one bike. Mm-hmm. They can program it 
and this is what can be done with software. Program it so it will pick the next easiest or harder gear for you. Hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Now, back in the old days, back, right? Like the guys that always, let me tell you about the old days. <laughs> we used to have to c tell consumers, well, you don't shift in order. If you want the next gear, you go here and here. Then you're going to shift the front chain wing and go here. Mm -hmm. and can you remember all that? Yeah. <laughs> no, because when you're going hard, the lactic acid gets in the brain, mm -hmm. right? That's Dr. Jones's theory anyway. That's why you can't <laughs> think. When you're putting out those hundreds of watts, it hurts yeah. and you can't think. But with Shimano, they're thinking for you. Mm. And they've tried to do that for a long, long time. If you look back, back, back at the early Shimano, they're indexing features, something called Positron. They're trying to, to reduce as much as the effort of shifting onto the engineers and take it away from the rider. Right, but electronics is is a classic example of that. On on an indexing and really nice mechanical system, a very important part that's not understood is the human element. Right, so and go back to cars, manual versus a stick shift. If you have a, a manual, two different people can get different performances out of it because of their timing with the clutch and the shift. Mm -hmm. But you can see people that, that ride are very, very hesitant on their shifting and very afraid to break something. It'll shift different than someone who just slams that gear. <laughs> right. But can the mechanic account for that? That's, that's hard. A shop can set up something. It works nice. On a test ride, it works nice. Mm -hmm. Customer gets on it and complains. Their linkage in their in the metatarsal, <laughs> in their finger, it ain't the same. The phalanges there, they're not doing the same muscle contraction as you. Mm, yeah. But, yeah, have, you, you go into a room and a buddy goes into a room. You turn the light switch on. They go in and turn the light switch on. Guess what? The lights come on. Right. It's, it, that's, that's electronic shifting. Yeah. So uh, the, the Shimano would, it would just it would change the front ring if it needed it. And and so you just you didn't have to think you could just say, I want to go faster, I need to go easier. Yeah. So that that was uh, that's that's a fun thing. But yeah, and the software, there's so much so much potential. The electronic aspect has good potential for data collection. Mm -hmm. Going way back into in the data, the heart rate monitors were interesting to watch come on in in the 80s. How mm -hmm. they got popular, and our, our writers on the pro team I was working for the first ones. They loved them, but it became a video game. <laughs> they would want to compare who who got the highest heart rate on a on a on a workout. Mm -hmm. Dumb. That's <laughs> not what they're for. Right. This isn't Pac-Man, right? So it, it took a while. You know, the Strava is really interesting. I also want to see tied in, and I don't know why they don't do this. How many miles on that chain? Yeah. What is the wattage average? Mm. Yep. What, what so we put a new chain in? We should be able to have our, our cell phone and and you know have a log. We're going to mark it, yeah. refresh the chain, bam. So mm -hmm. you went out and here's my Stravas, these are the climbs. Oh, now you've got now you've got 3,000, 4,000 K on that chain. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm checking the wear, it, it's the electronics isn't going to check the wear for you, but now it's it's wore out. Yeah, that's that's nice to know, right? Right. That's interesting. Yeah, it's the, the electronics are in some ways it is a black box where mechanics, you know, don't have a lot of control, but 
on the other end, you're finding these ways to use that data to inform you in terms of troubleshooting and maintenance and, and all that kind of thing. Right, right. Well, back, back to the shifting. Imagine you're, and, and this would be fun, and <laughs> the road racing doesn't work in mountain biking yet. <laughs> you're the team director, right? I'm following a break. There's six of my riders in a break, and I'm looking at the heart rate of my guy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at at uh, the data. I'm looking at you know his wattage. And I'm telling them in the radio, now, yeah. go now. And I've also had a guy, since my name is Bill Belichick, <laughs> I have a guy who hacked into the other teams, and I see that guy is pinned on his heart rate. You flick him with your finger, he's going to fall over. <laughs> yeah. So that, uh, that would be kind of fun. And better than that, I'm going to drop you. Don't worry about shifting. <laughs> I'll take care of the shifting for you. Yeah. And uh, – I'm going to drop you down a bigger gear. That's your mark. So that, that kind of fun. That would be fun. Yeah. So that many possibilities. Be, yeah. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. But the, the data collection, asked, another one that I really love, the Truman and I both loved, is that um, uh, the data collection on tire pressure. Mm, yeah. tire, the tire whiz is one of them. Mm-hmm. And, God, if I was, if I was a team mechanic for a, a mountain bike team, I would not be carrying the digital gauges. Mm. Every morning, I would I would overinflate everybody's tire. Mm-hmm. It's your job to take your cell phone and to bleed down to what you want, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's it's so interesting to watch the, the data. You can capture that, and then you you can on, on your the Garmin can or no Strava can, and then look back at your race and see. So it it you know the, the riders that have to say I got to have eighteen and a half psi. Got to have it. Yeah. Well, it's 10 o'clock in the morning and it's 60 degrees. At 12 o'clock and it's 70 degrees, you ain't got 18 and a half. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, you went up, you went up, uh, you know, 500 feet in elevation. Mm-hmm. You don't have 18 and a half. Yeah. But that, that's fine. You, 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 you know, you empower, empower the riders as much as, as possible. Mm-hmm. That's great. You know, you, you can be as finicky I'm not sitting there with a, with a gauge, you know, check it again, check it again. That's those. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, it's interesting that there is so much more to learn, right? I mean, bicycles have been around for a long time and yet you just named off half a dozen things that, you know, maybe we haven't really looked at that closely or, you know, don't haven't had the data beforehand to say, yeah, what, what do you do? How do you compensate for, things like temperature and altitude during a race because it's different at the top of the hill than it is at the bottom and, and all those things. Yeah. Sure. One thing about, you know, they, they've got, um, you know, the, the, the strain gauges are great. Uh, the pedal ones are interesting because you're able to tell the, the vector of the, the arm, not just the, the force, but mm-hmm. where are you applying this famous thing? Oh, you got to pedal in circles. Nobody pedals in circles. Hello, you're you're bi you're bipedal, right? Mm-hmm. So if if we could change that, you know, I don't know how do you build a bike for an octopus that, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, some some sort of aid system there. But you're going to have power phases, and they're not they're not symmetrical. Your left leg and right leg aren't even applying pressure in exactly the same spot. Right. Right. When, when you push down with your right leg, you're lifting up 20, 30 pounds of dead meat on the left side. Mm-hmm. 
right? So if when you're pedaling in circles, what you're doing is you're helping that. You're helping lift your own dead weight. It's not that you're adding, your left leg isn't adding to the, the force of, of going forward. It's, mm -hmm. But that data, to know that, baseball has got huge data, right? Mm -hmm. So does F, F1 racing. All of it meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. So how many grounders were missed on natural grass, you know, with the sun <laughs> low? Right. That's the only thing that makes baseball watchable is is the statistics. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that's, thank you. I didn't say that, Crown. He did. So, but the the uh, um, in the body though, okay, we have stress. The body is just an extension of the bike, as far as I'm concerned. Some people consider it the other way. The bike should be an extension of you. No, it's not true. The center of the universe is the bike. So your linkage. Your linkage and your your power, which is your bones, right, and your muscles, are firing. You know your ATP mm -hmm. and your and, and and pulling that lever down. You're a lever moving a lever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But what's interesting is the the human cycle is the the, the lactic acid. Mm -hmm. Like when you go when you hit your VO2 max and you're beyond that, I want a chip somewhere that I can read that lactic acid. Yeah. I, that's what, what I really want to know. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and there's the, the glucose blood sugar meters now that, that people are able to use. I mean, yeah, it, previously only available for diabetics and now athletes are, are using them. Yeah. The, 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 a lot of the, some of the population does, does get this, but it, a lot of the, the, you know, so-called doping in the, in which was, Definitely, people are out there trying to, to get around stuff and, mm -hmm. and cheat. Yes, but there there is not that I know of a secret cave of mad scientists, and we're <laughs> going to produce this world revolutionary brew, and just for this one writer, right? Yeah, yeah. For Jeff, we're going to get Jeff on this one stuff, and you're going to be great. <laughs> Almost all of this comes from the medical industry. That helps people. Mm -hmm. There yeah. are people who need EPO to live. Yeah. Cancer, all, all sorts of different treatments. That they're, they're good things that, that can help people. The steroids mm -hmm. that that are that's a good thing. Yeah. Now there's smart people in those caves that can take that. Yes, that's what's going on. And the chip is an interesting thing. Yeah. Right. So how do you blend, you know, in my cave, if people want to know what I'm researching in my secret cave, I want to change the human body. Mm. I want to start with a bigger patella. Mm -hmm. That is the <laughs> linkage. What you're doing is your, 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 your quads, your group, muscle group, and your glutes are leveraging the lower limb through the patella. That's mm. the, yeah. the, the power stroke. If I can increase the mechanical advantage there, that is good. Now the person may not be able to walk. That's <laughs> They'd be the ultimate cyclist. That's too bad. Yeah. I, we call that unintended consequences yeah. in, in the field. But if if imagine being able to to manipulate you know, the bicycle, we're kind of stuck with because humans are all all the same, mm -hmm. right? So if we could if we could change those those ratios, and, and look at our friends in the animal world. Boy, they, there's some you know interesting things they they can't do, right? Yeah. But some in terms of speed and their power per their body mass, it's pretty impressive. The, the, the physiology and the 
phonetics of that whole thing. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that deep enough rabble. Can we, should we keep digging? That's. I think we're good there. That's very sci-fi, and yeah, but that's a great, great spot for us to wrap up. Really appreciate you taking the time, Calvin. Obviously, you're a treasure to the industry, and yeah, we're stoked to see what other videos and and cool repair things you're going to come up with next. Well, thanks, thanks. Uh, uh, you want to drop us a line on you know any any ideas? Uh, we all, we always appreciate. We look at we look at everything. You know what <laughs> yeah. uh, we should we should be we doing. We're not. Uh, we're still working on the bike. You know what, what we started with what we call first wave. It's it's um, we assume your bike you owned your bike and it's put together. Mm-hmm. That's second wave is okay. Now you're going to start taking stuff off <laughs> and replacing it, right? You know, new or building up a bare frame mm-hmm. so that right that's different. Like overhauling a caliper, you know, like a you know one of the disc brake calipers that's coming. Mm. But, you know, so the first wave is simply how to adjust it. Second wave will be, you know, digging in deeper and then, you know, and, and then deeper. So, yeah. Yeah. Any ideas, suggestions, what, you know, what, what you want to see or. I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I'm not that good of a mechanic to say. I'm always amazed at the tools that the park comes out with every year, right? Like you would think that we've got all the tools we need. We've got more than enough. I mean, if I've owned every yeah. park tool. I can't even imagine where you would store all of those. And yet um, I know this year I just got the new, uh, there's like a cable crimping tool and it it was like, I've always needed something like that though. Right. I've always, for whatever reason, you know, I I put a thing on with some needle nose pliers and, and it always falls off and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but you guys figured it out and said, yeah, maybe people need a tool for that. And so, yeah, it's always cool. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's the fun thing. Adding new tools is fun. And then on the other side of the coin, dropping tools. We <laughs> dropped our cutter pin press years ago, mm-hmm. right? So um, that skill no longer <laughs> no longer needed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no new, new stuff's coming out. You know, the disc brakes are taking over. Yeah. We talked about the new world. Yeah. That's, disc brakes are, uh, um, you know, the, the mass department stores, are doing disc brakes, but they have. I have not seen a mass department store yet cross the line and have a hydraulic. Disc right, brake. that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Well, yeah, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> I'll leave that. I'll leave that for your your listeners. So. Yeah. Th- thank you. This is uh, yeah. Hope, you know, I hope there's something in there that's of interest to in- anybody, and just sitting in an office, just talking. To a screen. Always a joy. And yeah, if oh. you haven't seen the Park Tool YouTube channel, be sure to check it out. Lots of really useful uh, videos on there, how to's, and also the entertaining Tech Tuesdays. Oh, you didn't ask me my favorite, my favorite one. Your favorite video? Yeah, what's, which was your favorite video? Yeah, favorite video. Okay. It, during the, the height of the, pan, the, the pandemic, right? So what, what are we doing? Everyone's, you know, stuck at home, stuck at home. So what? You know, it's hard to get people together at work, so even. So what we're going to do, it's called 55 Minutes of a Spinning Wheel. <laughs> and it it's exactly as advertised. So drawing stand, it's actually Truman's wheel. It's a wide industry hub. He steps in and he spins that wheel and steps out. And it happened four times. We, we took turns. And <laughs> it's simply a spinning wheel. Yeah. It was the absolute... 
it, I cannot watch it and not laugh. <laughs> Well, it's some good ASMR, right? That's on trend. People like these like sensory kind of videos. Yeah, it 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 is. It is, and people would. I'm just taught me nothing. This is blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> hey, hey, you have no. There's where, where's your spirit? You right. you don't have, <laughs> you you have no life in you. Where's your soul? You have no yeah. soul. But the people <laughs> who got it just it was hysterical. One guy. He put, he put, oh, here are, the, here are my, my favorite minutes. And, and uh, yeah, yeah it, it rocks back. That's the exciting part when it rocks back and forth and almost stops. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it was a total answer for, well, we're all pretending, right? We're pretending it's over. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. Yeah. All hopefully right. we have more cool videos like that to look forward to. And also, yeah, there's always parktool.com. That's all we've got this week. We'll talk to you again next week.